Welcome back to another episode of Bach Fantasy Talk. And we got not one, not two, not three, but we got four guest speakers today. Everybody, we know new guest speakers, but they have been on previous episodes. We have Casey Comfort, Rush Williams, Daniel Hollingsworth, and Whit Ramsey. Daniel's probably going to be the best one here. So what we're, what we're doing today is we are doing two mock drafts. The first one we're going to do, um, I gave everybody teams, and they're going to pick from those teams. I'll post that on the Instagram. Speaking of Instagram, if you have not followed us at Fancy Talk, please do. The second one is going to be just a straight collective mock draft where we all agree on these picks. Again, you will know who's picking where from the Instagram. Also, if you have not give a listen to the John Fitzpatrick interview, you should 100% do that. Probably the best interview we've ever had, and it broke our record most ever listened episode. So with that, let's dive into it. Since, again, this is NFL Draft, as of April 8th, 2.58 p.m., no trades have happened for the draft order. So we are now, the Carolina Panthers are on the clock after trading with Chicago, and picking for Carolina is the good old Whit Ramsey. Okay, I'll make this uh, short and sweet with the first pick in the 2023 NFL Draft. The Carolina Panthers select C.J. Stroud from Ohio State. Really good. Yeah. Obviously, the obvious pick, 6'3", obviously four inches taller than Bryce Young. Had a really good game, really good pocket presence. Excellent, very tall. Had a great game in Georgia, and now that does leave Houston on the clock, and picking for Houston is Daniel Hollingsworth. Um, I'll make this quick too, uh, like what? Uh, I'm gonna go with Bryce Young. Yeah, what we were talking about before this draft, obviously Houston. This is a really good spot to get a quarterback. I don't know who's going to be the top pick next year. Obviously, that's gonna be a big market, but I would not be surprised, honestly, if Houston takes like Will Anderson or Jalen Carter with their defensive-minded coach in Demarco Ryan's. But then that leads us to three at Arizona, and I'm picking at four at Indianapolis. So I could trade with Casey here if Indianapolis and Casey you also are picking 11 for Tennessee so what are you going to do with this pick are you going to stay here or are you going to look to trade out here's the thing if you're Indianapolis and you're looking to move up I think that is the trade that is most likely for Arizona to do I don't think Arizona wants to move out of the top four because I think they have a guy in mind who they want to get but if Indianapolis is looking to go up I think they would 100% make that trade yeah I think I'm going to offer you a trade right now I will give you my I've seen my first round pick this year, and I'll give you a third round pick this year. Yeah, for the fourth pick. Yeah, I think that's. I think I think Arizona would take that in a heartbeat. Yeah, so you know what, Casey and I just traded. I am now moving up to three with Indianapolis, and Casey is moving down to four with Arizona. And with my third overall pick, I'm gonna take Will Levis. Right, the more I watch the film on Will Levis, the more I like him. I think his pocket presence is really good. I think his arm strength is really good. Kind of a Josh Allen comparison. He played really well before the injury, and after the injury, he kind of struggled. His receivers struggled to get open. Obviously, his cons are the plays take a while to develop. Obviously, he's not the flashy guy in Anthony Richardson. I think the media is not hyping him up that much. I really like Will Levis, and I'm taking him with the third overall pick here. Would anybody like to object on that? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> no, I think Indianapolis does. I think they have to go get a quarterback. So Yeah, but Will Levis. I'd probably go with a different one than Will Levis. Yeah. The I'm with, I'm there's, only, there's only four, so. Well, you, Anthony Richardson, I hate to say it, but he's still better. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right, next pick. Now we got Casey so, picking up fourth, Arizona. This is After why I think Arizona, this is why I don't think they trade out of the top four. I see them making that swap to four, but I don't think they want to go farther because I think 
it's it's clear and obvious they got to go Will and- Will Anderson there. Um, just generational end, and uh, I mean Arizona a team with so many needs. JJ Watt is you know retiring, so I think they need to fill a hole with edge pressure, and I think that's just a big add for their defense. Yeah, great, great pick there. 6'3", 250 pounds, obviously really well off the edge. Again, there's the argument between Will Anderson and Jalen Carter, but I think Will Anderson is the safest pick. And speaking of Jalen Carter, we now got Whit Ramsey picking fifth here for Seattle. Mind the teams that have two first-round picks, I have um, Witt's on both of Seattle, Casey's on both of Detroit, and Rush is on both of Philadelphia. So Whit Ramsey with the fifth overall pick to the Seattle Seahawks. All right, so... In my opinion, so like I get the reasoning of this man falling to five, but Jalen Carter is like far and away, in my opinion, the best player in this draft. Like, if if you watch the film, he he is like no other. I mean, he takes on double teams. He play, um, he plays the run really well. Yeah, uh, he can get to the quarterback. He can get pressure. He can get sacks. I mean, he just he does it all for you. I know there's some legal issues outside the field, but I mean, that was a one-time thing, and I think he is going, if he falls to Seattle, I think he will do great things there. Yeah, great pick, obviously, Seattle's defensive line is really piss poor this year, besides Shelby Harris, who they recently signed from Denver, so very good pick, obviously, I think probably one of the concerns of Jalen Carter's legal issues, but as of right now, he seems to be fine that, also, he's not taking any calls outside, or any meetings with teams outside the top 10. Which I think is respectable, and I get that. But also, I feel like if you got a team like Houston at twelve, and they want to trade up for him, I would I would take an interview there, like New York Jets, someone like that. Obviously, the Jets probably won't have their first round pick, but that's something to consider. And then now we're back to Casey here at six, who is picking for the Detroit Lions. So I'm sitting here with Detroit, looking at pick six and eighteen. And then what I'm gonna do here is I'm gonna make a trade between two of my teams. I think Tennessee. And Detroit strike a deal. I think Detroit just wants to get as much capital back as possible. I think Tennessee moves up to pick six. I would say just pick eleven in their third rounder. I think would do it um, to get to get to move up to pick six. And I think for them, I see them. I think they go Anthony Richardson here. I don't think they have complete faith in Malik Willis after what they saw. And I think Anthony Richardson after his combine, you know, they they have to take a chance there, um, you know, to try to win now with him. And I think he's the last available guy that they can do that with. Yeah, obviously not. Pretty realistic here. Obviously, Tennessee wants to move up. They could move up to Arizona. But in this mock draft we're doing right now, Detroit makes a ton of sense. And now we got pick seven, Vegas. We got Daniel. And why I have Daniel picking here is I don't know what Vegas is going to do at seven. I really don't. So I'm going to let Daniel be, obviously, best available. I'll post the big board, too. But the best available is Tyree Wilson. But let's see what – you never know what Daniel's going to do. So Daniel's on the clock. Well, I, I'm here you're sitting in this position, and to be fair, I don't even know what we're going to do here, but we're just going to take the best available and go with Tyree Wilson here. You see, that makes sense. Obviously, for positional needs, that really doesn't make sense for Vegas, and if this was the collective NFL draft, I would mock draft, I would probably disagree and go a guy like Christian Gonzalez, yeah. but... Vegas stinks, and Daniel doesn't know what he's talking about, so this could happen in the draft. <laughs> so I'm not I'm not going to argue against that. So now we got Atlanta at 8. Does anybody really want to trade up? Because right now Tyree Wilson's probably the guy who I most wanted for Atlanta right here. Obviously I'm picking 8 for Atlanta. But I think I'm going to take – I got my picks of corners in the draft, and you know what? Picking a guy to pair with A.J. Terrell at this point, if I don't get a trade offer, is not the worst thing in the world. 
So I'm going to probably take the 6-1-5 guy out of Oregon, probably the best guy right here. Obviously, Devon Weatherspoon is really talented as well, but I'm going to take Christian Gonzalez, cornerback out of Oregon. And obviously, you have Casey Hayward and A.J. Terrell. But with Ryan Nielsen coming in, three cornerback cornerbacks is not the worst thing in the world. So yeah. I'm taking Christian Gonzalez. Cor- corner's a position you can never have enough of. Yeah, and then now we got Whit Ramsey picking nine for the Chicago Bears after their trade with Carolina. Okay, so I've been going back and forth on this pick. I honestly don't know who I want to take between Paris Johnson and Peter Skoronsky, but I definitely think the Bears need an O-lineman to help protect Justin Fields. So with that, I think I'm going to go Peter Skoronsky from Northwestern for the Chicago Bears. Nice. I think he passed. Uh, he can block the run well, and he can pass block well. He protects the quarterback. I think it's what the Bears need to help yeah, really good Justin ex- Fields make plays. Really good explanation right there, and obviously you can move him in the interior. Yeah. I got Skoronsky as my <clears throat> offensive tackle one in this year's draft. Obviously, I don't think you can go wrong between him and Paris Johnson. Honestly, Broderick Jones is pretty good. So I think the offensive tackle class is kind of like the cornerback class, and there's three guys I really like. But obviously, I got Joey Porter at three for corner and Broderick Jones as three for the offensive tackles. But obviously, you can never go wrong. And teams like Georgia offensive tackles, so you'll never know. But obviously, Scaranti did not allow a sack for the 1-9 and nine Northwestern team, and obviously they're passing the ball because they're losing a lot. So Skaronsky is probably the best tackle in this draft. And then now we got Rush picking for Philadelphia at 10 after they traded with the New Orleans Saints last year in the draft? Um, here, I think I'm going to go with an offensive lineman, uh, just looking at two needs for uh, the Eagles. So with that, I'm going to go with Paris Johnson Jr. from Ohio State. Uh-huh. Yeah, obviously you could probably uh-huh. move him inside or move him to the left tackle, and then you got Lane Johnson at right tackle. So again, Philly, they could trade down. You never know with Howie Roseman. Howie Roseman really knows what he's doing, but... Not the worst pick here, and obviously you want to protect Jalen Hurts for the future, and with the tackle market starting to be really inflated, that's not the worst thing for the Eagles. So now we got Detroit picking at 11 for Casey. So the, one of the reasons I think they moved down, I've been like researching this a lot. I think Detroit has their eye on a guy here. They have their two guys on the, off the exterior, obviously, with Hutchinson, and they have Okora, Josh Pascal. And I think here they get a guy who... Has massive upside. Um, a D D tackle uh, from Pittsburgh. I think they go Kalaja Kansi. He's a little undersized, but in college he had seven and a half sacks, running a four six seven at the combine. Um, and he's a D tackle who knows how to get to the quarterback. And I think they like this guy a lot. Um, I think he they think he fills out the D line and really gives them one of the best D, D lines in the league. And I think if they take that pick and he and he hits, then you know they're really scary on defense. Yeah, obviously most guys have him low on the big board. The big board reason right now he's the twenty sixth overall player. But again, big boards really don't matter. It's what the team likes and what the team needs. So I like how Casey is kind of going outside of the top 20 picks that we're looking at right now and doing some research and getting that down for Detroit, who traded back with Tennessee. And uh, now we're back to good old Daniel Hollingsworth picking for Houston. Um, obviously, Houston definitely needs a wide receiver, but and they have Singletary. But they probably need everything at this point except a quarterback because he picked Bryce Young with the second overall pick in Houston's first pick. So Daniel, just rip away. Uh, honestly, here for Houston, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Nolan Smith. I'm gonna go Nolan Smith here for for Houston. Okay. Yeah, obviously Demarco Ryan's loves his interior, wants to boost the defense. I think this is actually pretty realistic, and this is why I like having Daniel because I think Demarco Ryan's is gonna come in with two first round picks, and 
him not picking a defensive player really doesn't make doesn't seem as far fetched for me. So I think that was actually a pretty pretty solid pick by Daniel. Maybe a little biased pick from Georgia, but not the worst thing in the world. And then now that moves us to 13 with the New York Jets with Casey Comfort. So um, here's the thing about the Jets, kind of unknown, you know, with the whole Rodgers trade, who's going to have the pick, New York or Green Bay. Um, I think New York keeps it. I think they can get away with giving a second and third for uh, Rodgers. But, you know, if not, I think Green Bay goes with a guy, maybe, you know, Michael Mayer, tight end from their name. But I think if, if the Jets keep this pick right here, I think it's it's clear and obvious they got to go best tackle available, you know, finish the line, pair him with Elijah Vera Tucker, um, you know, hopefully Mekhi Becton's back and healthy. So I think that right here they would go Broderick Jones from Georgia. PJ. A guy who's just solid throughout his college career. Um, you know, you stick him in there, you you, you know he's going to perform. Uh, I think that would complete the line for them. Yeah, now here Witt is picking 14 for New England. Again, New England probably could be in the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes. Uh, probably the most realistic team at this point. I would not be surprised if Lamar gets traded on draft night, but I don't think we're going to do a Lamar Jackson here. But Witt, you're at 14. Again, guys, anybody after 14 wants to trade up for a guy they really want, but I don't think that happens right now. Witt, who do you want to take here with the 14th overall pick right. for New England? I think New England needs a playmaker on offense. So with that, I will be taking Jackson Smith and Jigba mm. from the Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, I mean, he's just got it all. I mean, route running, speed, he's able to track the ball really well, and I think he is a piece that can help boost Mac Jones' confidence and try and revive that New England offense. Yeah, obviously Mac Jones was pretty frustrated last year, but I think giving him a legit weapon is definitely a great thing. And then now we got Daniel picking here at 15, and again, I gave him Green Bay because I couldn't tell you what Green Bay is going to do. They could go tight end. At this point, they have two corners on the boards. They got Van Ness. So, Daniel, you rip away and do whatever you think Green Bay is somewhat going to do? Um, honestly, I think Green Bay is kind of like a wild card here. Um, and with that being said, I'm going to go Van Ness here. I like that. Nice. Van Ness, obviously, one of the weirder edges this year. Uh, six sacks is pretty solid. Played for Iowa. Um, some teams have him going to Atlanta. Some teams have him going to Vegas. It's The edges are really weird this year. But, again, I think Van Ness is probably the best choice out of all these teams. So now picking 16th overall. I will be taking over for Washington. Kind of in a weird spot. Obviously, the receiver room's pretty good. Um, their defense is pretty solid, and it looks like they've committed to Sam Howell. I don't think B. John Robinson would be unrealistic this right here, but I think Devon Witherspoon is falling to me at 16. Yeah. Uh, gives me the ability to take him, so I'm going to take Devon Witherspoon yeah. for the so the, the commanders at 16. Right yeah, at that point, it's probably what Washington is like. And now we got Rush picking for. Pittsburgh at 17. Uh, to be completely honest, I might need a second. I was looking at Devin Witherspoon. Um, so, <clears throat> looking at the team needs, I think uh, that they kind of need uh, a corner. So, I'm looking at Joey Porter Jr. from Penn State. I think that's probably the best pick for them in this situation. Yeah, Rush takes Joey Porter there with the 17th overall pick, and that brings us back to Casey who, again, is picking twice for Detroit. Yeah. Casey, back to you. So I think Detroit, again, um, has their eyes set. I think they really just want to complete. Um, you know, they took their def a defensive player into your D-lineman, pick one. I think now they want to go out and get a real weapon to complete the offense, um, another guy for Jared Goff to throw the ball to. I think right here they go Jalen Hyatt from Tennessee. Uh, I think he mixes well, you know, with Amara St. Brown, and they have some physical receivers, but I think they want to go Jalen Wyatt, just get one more uh, weapon. 
Um, and I think he's a good fit for Detroit, and that would really, you know, that, that offense would be really explosive. Yeah, 39th on the big board, but obviously the receiver class is not as, I would say, talented last year. But again, picking over Jordan Addison, you know, but same frame. I think probably Addison probably could have been better, but Hyatt did have a really good year <laughs> with Hendon Hooker, who could sneak into the first round. But this now leads us to Rush picking for Tampa Bay. And Rush is a Bucks fan, so he's probably the best guy to pick right here. That's why I have it for him. So, Rush, go ahead and fire away for pick 19. Um, so, as a Bucks fan, I watched all the games this season, and the tight end play was not terribly good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, go. that being said, I'm going to take Michael Mayer from Notre Dame. Uh, very explosive player. I, I saw him play in college, too. He's a, he's a fantastic player, and I think he can do really well for the Bucks. Yeah, so speaking of Mayer, I was listening to the PFF podcast, and they said Mayer is not obviously a Travis Kelsey, probably more of like a George Kittle kind of play style in comparison. And if you compare him with two <laughs> weapons, it will be absolutely amazing for Baker Mayfield. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin look like they're staying in Tampa Bay. So having Meyer solidify the tight end spot for Tampa Bay it puts him in a really good position. And that puts Tampa Bay's offense um, to be in a very good spot. So now that we got pick 20 for Seattle for Whit Ramsey, who is picking again. They picked Seattle. He picked for the first pick in Seattle. Obviously, he took Jalen Carter. So, Whit, go ahead and take over for <clears throat> pick 20. Okay. So, um, I know that I already took Jalen Carter, but I think – to even buffing up that D line, I'm gonna go with Miles Murphy from Clemson. I think he's a, I mean, he's a phenomenal athlete, and him falling all the way down to 20, I think, is a little too hard to pass up on. Yeah, I was watching Miles Murphy's film, and I will say I like Murphy better than Brian Breeze, I believe is his name. Breezy. Breezy, thank you. But I think obviously with two very talented players playing on the same D line, it definitely helped both guys more. Probably helped Breezy more than it helped Murphy but not the worst pick here for Seattle as they go defensive line twice on their picks. And now leads us back to Daniel Hollingsworth, and I couldn't tell you what the Chargers are going to do. Um, I don't think they go any skill position players, but Chargers are in win-now mode, and they're going to have to pay Justin Herbert soon. So, Daniel, go ahead and make a pick for 20. Um, 21. <clears throat> I'm going to go with... Someone a little random here. Uh, I'm going to go with Brian Branch from Bama, the safety. So I actually like this because I was listening to, again, the PFF podcast, and they say he's kind of like a Nicole Roby Coleman. Or no, excuse me, C.J. Jardiner Johnson. You can place him anywhere on the field. I think the Chargers are actually a really talented team. So they could trade back, but right here, probably just maybe picking who they want and really can take a big risk here. Obviously, positional value for safety is pretty low. That's not the worst <coughs> thing right there for the L.A. Chargers. And now I'm picking for Baltimore at 22. Obviously, the Lamar Jackson situation is very frustrating. No one knows what's going to happen. But I think they're going to kind of do what the Packers do, and when they want to make their quarterback happy, they're going to take a receiver. I'm going to take the best receiver available here. I'm going to take Jordan Addison at 22 for the Baltimore Ravens, uh, which now leads us back to – Casey picking for the Vikings at 23. Yeah, um, I think this is a spot where you'll, you'll definitely see Ravens, Minnesota go wide receiver back-to-back. Obviously, Minnesota losing Adam Thielen. It's kind of Justin Jefferson, and that's it right now for the receiver room, and I think that's the biggest need. They need to get another guy who they can throw the ball to so teams can't just um, you know hone in on Jay Dennis. And I, 
I think they would have gone Addison if he's there, but now it's kind of between Zay Flowers and Quentin Johnston. Um, I kind of see them going Zay Flowers here. I don't think I don't think great player. I don't think Minnesota would go Quentin Johnston. They already have their big body Justin Jefferson, um, and I think I think they would get a, a smaller, faster guy like Zay Flowers, more of a slot guy. Um, you know, give Kirk Cousins another option. Yeah, good pick there for Minnesota. Now we got Rush picking twenty fourth for Jacksonville. Uh, yeah, so Jacksonville, they're looking for some DBs, and uh, with that, I'm going to go with Deontay Banks from Maryland. Um, yeah, I think he's, I haven't really watched a lot of Maryland football this year, but uh, he's the best cornerback available, so. Yeah, really can't argue against that. Jacksonville is in a big cap situation, uh, very struggling this year, so they, they can't couldn't do much in free agency, but might as well. Going into the secondary is never the worst thing in the world, which now leads off Wit to pick twenty fifth overall for New York the New York Giants. So initially I was gonna go receiver, but um, I think all of the main playmakers. Uh, are you off still the got Quentin Quinn Johnson still on the board. I know, but I'm not okay. take him. Fair, fair, fair. So I'm going to go towards the defensive side, and I'm going to take Keely Ringo out of Georgia. I think he could help that New York defense. He could help the secondary. Big body, kind of be a leader on the on the secondary. So I think he can do some good things there. Yeah, I was going to say you could probably go Cam Smith. Might have been a little biased there, but I think Cam Smith's probably a better player. But again, I think Ringo's pretty good. Cam Smith just had a private workout with the Falcons. And I don't have his numbers, but I heard his numbers were really excellent. But I'm just saying going corner right there for New York is not unrealistic. But I think Cam Smith and Kelly Ringo just falls down to who they like more. And obviously, who cares about the New York Giants? We don't know their stuff. So now we're going to move to pick 26 for Dallas with Daniel Hollingsworth. And Daniel, I put you in this pick one because you're kind of a Cowboys fan. But also, you got to think like Jerry Jones. Who is Jerry Jones going to think here? That's flashy, right? Because he always goes playmakers in these drafts. So I'm going to let you go ahead and take over for Dallas at 26. Um, you know, I, I'm in a tough spot here, in my opinion, because, you know, you have B. John Robinson still on the board, but I don't think that Dallas wants to go back to that 2-RB system. And here, I honestly, I think they're going to go Brian Breesey from Clemson, the D-line. And... Um, I think he's going to help him a lot. Yeah, I thought Daniel was actually going to go Bijan Robinson. We could do that in our collective draft. But again, going back to that two running back set, and obviously, again, like a good example is the Chiefs and the Falcons. You get Tyler Algier in the fifth round and Isaac Pacheco in the seventh. So that way you're not picking too high on positional value, and that's good, good play there by Daniel. So now we go to me picking for Buffalo at 27, and I would have loved to take Bijan Robinson. I'm actually heavily considering it. But I think... I'm going to take an interior offensive lineman, Okias Terrance from Florida. I think Buffalo's just got to kind of beef that O-line, kind of protect Josh Allen. I think Quentin Johnson would not be a bad pick here, but I just think for Buffalo's need, and I don't think they would pick a running back because they really, their GM really hasn't expressed that. So I think taking Okias Terrance, the guard from Florida, is not the worst thing here. Which now leads us to Casey picking for Cincinnati at 28. So, picking at 28, I think Cincinnati just wants to fill some team needs here. Um, you know, it could, it could be tight end, like a guy like Darnell Washington. But at the same time, after losing a guy like Jesse Bates, I think they want to go back and help the secondary a little bit. And he's still there. I think they, they, they go corner Cam Smith. Um, you know, you can never have enough, especially after losing a big, a big guy in their secondary. I think they would want to 
you know, restock there, um, help the defense out a little bit. Yeah, I was going to say you could go Darnell Washington or Dalton Kincaid, which would be very scary for their offense. But, again, with them losing Von Bell to Carolina and Jesse Bates to Atlanta, Cam Smith is not the worst thing to do there for Cincinnati. So now we got Roosh picking for the Saints at 29 after the San Francisco traded to Miami, who then traded to Denver for Bradley Chubb, who then traded to New Orleans for Sean Payton. So this first-round pick is kind of getting passed around a lot. So, Rush, go ahead and pick pick for 29 for the Saints. Yeah, so the Saints are in the market for a wide receiver. And with that, I'm going to go with Quentin Johnson from TCU. This guy tore up Big 12 defenses all year long. I think he can do the same in the, in the NFC South. No, he did not really tear up the SEC. But. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Rush, you're now back again, picking again for Philly at 30. Uh, yeah, so Eagles, um, I'm looking at uh, mostly on the defensive side, but they're also looking for an O-lineman. And I kind of have my eye on Darnell Wright from Tennessee. This guy is massive. He's 6'5", uh, 333, and I think that any guy with that kind of size can help an offensive line for sure. Yes, now I'm picking at 31 in the last pick of the first round of Kansas City after Miami forfeited their pick. And it's kind of just best available. I was going to take Quinton Johnson. I just don't think B. John Robinson is worth it. So they lost Orlando Brown, and I, I honestly don't know what I'm doing here. So I'm just going to take Anton Harrison, a tackle from Oklahoma. I really couldn't tell you what Kansas City does. I wouldn't be surprised if a team swipes in at the end and maybe takes Hendon Hook if they really like him. But I think that's it for our team-based first-round drafts. Now we're all going to go into a discussion first-round pick with everybody involved, and we're going to reset this draft. So now we're starting off with Carolina at pick one, and this is kind of going to be like a vote. We could all vote or start throw guys who we think is going to go in here. But um, I'm going to throw in C.J. Stroud. I don't think that's yeah, unrealistic. I, yeah. I mean, I, it's, it's either Stroud or Bryce Young. But I think the timing of the trade coming right off the combine, it, it all, everything leads to C.J. Stroud. In my opinion, though, I could see them pulling some 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 weird thing and somehow Anthony Richardson ends up uh, as the number one uh, pick in the draft. I wouldn't say I, that. I don't, I don't think it's the right pick, but I could see it happening. I, I could def- it kind of reminds me of the 2018 quarterback class with Baker Mayfield. You really don't know what's going to go on, but I think – all the media saying C.J. Stroud and uh, Josh McCown saying buy a house in Carolina. I think C.J. Stroud's the number one pick. So now we're going to move to Houston at two. And you're not going to be here again. I think you take Bryce Young. Yeah. I think we can all agree. Yeah. Okay, so now we're picking at three for Arizona. I think this is where the draft probably starts. I do think it starts at one, but I think this is really where it dra- uh, actually starts. Mm-hmm. So we can either trade down with Indianapolis, trade down with Tennessee, or we could just pick. So what do we all want to do here? In my opinion, any team that's trading up is taking quarterback. I agree. So I think that they're still going to end up with Will Anderson depending on how I, far they I think they out. don't want to move. I don't think they want to go to Tennessee because if they drop down to 11, they don't, Will they Anderson's don't not going to be there. Yeah. I think Will Anderson, best defensive player in the draft. But, mm-hmm. but I, I do think, though, if you get like a legit offer from Tennessee, like four picks. True. A three, like three first. I mean, I don't think you're not going to take three first because this team's going in a roster rebuild. That's true. And I don't think one guy is going to change it. So I think what we do here is I think we trade down with Tennessee. And I think, just do we all agree with that? I, I think they can we, go How about, how about we'll, do, we'll trade down with Tennessee because we traded down. That's fair. We traded down with Indy and um, yeah, and yeah. the other one. So we're, so we're trading Tennessee to three. 
guys, who are we going to take here with um, Tennessee? Yeah. Uh, I think if Tennessee had their choice, I think they would actually go Levis, which, however much I disagree, um, I, I don't think they would go. I think I think the th- I, I think completely it's a good point disagree because I think what they did with Malik Willis is they Agreed. they uh, fell for the flashy media fast quarterback and I and I think Will Levis. I just think with Der- with their system with Derrick Henry ground and pound, I think Levis. I don't think they. I don't. I just don't think Anthony Richardson fits that scheme as much. Um, I think he is probably a pretty good scheme in India. I think they're just they're both really bad. Like yeah. <laughs> having wa- having watched both of them play multiple games against Georgia, like in person, like Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson just, is a glorified running back. I would honestly rather have Lewis. Like, I would rather have like Lewis. Richardson. He made like every wrong read. Like he's got all the talents, but like he just. You can't. But see, that's, I don't disagree that's also with you. the thing, though, is they're not going to win now. I don't disagree with you, but these teams need a quarterback, and, yeah. and you know, there's limited options. I mean, everyone's like, oh, well, Levis' arm power. Like, Stetson Bennett threw the ball harder than he did at the combine. <laughs> and, I mean, well, then why are we talking about Stetson Bennett here going in for All right, well, we th- the left side of the room thinks Levis. The right side thinks Anthony Richardson. But you know, no one's asked what Daniel wants. Daniel, who yeah, do you want? Daniel, who you want? <laughs> Levis or Richardson to Tennessee? Give me Levis. All right, Levis going. Levis is going. Daniel's spoken to Tennessee. So now I think we can all agree Indianapolis takes Anthony Richardson. Yes. Okay. Yes. There we go. So again, we're at five. Uh, Jalen Carter and Will Anderson are on the board for Seattle. Um, I'm. I'm gonna say Will Anderson. I would also say Will Anderson. I agree with you there, but at the same time, I could see. I. I'll, we can go Will Anderson, but I could see Seattle going a guy like Skaransky. Um, that I mean. O line, their O line's not the best. They just picked cross they, they, last year. They, they just picked cross, they, but get you getting a guard. They do have a twenty. They do. They do have a second, first round pick. That though. is true. I, I, think, I, I think I think, you take go more of a I think they would go Anderson in this situation. I'm just saying. I agree. If Anderson's off the board, I, I would look for them to go. Uh, I think they take Anderson. Right. I would agree. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So now we got Detroit or yeah, Detroit at six. Yeah, I just think Jalen Carter, Carter makes sense. Yeah. Jalen Carter. Jalen if if, if they're stick, sticking at six, I think they go Jalen Carter. Now we got Vegas at seven. I think I think corner makes more sense. Yeah, I think they go Tyler guy Wilson. like Witherspoon. I I would agree with that. Witherspoon um, or the dude from Oregon. What's his name? I think I think I just feel yeah. like Witherspoon's made for the Raiders. Though. I agree with that. Yeah, so I think Witherspoon for Raiders. They compared him to this year's Sauce Gardner. I think the Raiders are a team who wants that kind of personality. Yeah. And then I think uh, I think now we're picking for Atlanta. I think Tyree Wilson. Wilson. Yep. Yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Uh, Chicago at nine. I think they go tackle. I think they. Let me, let me throw something out here that I could hundred percent see happening is Chicago going B. John Robinson. No. no. I okay. I know you're going to disagree with me. It's a crazy thing to say, but I would not be surprised at all. I actually pair him with a guy like Justin Fields. Um, you know, you know. Uh, I don't know. I'm just saying. I think it, I could see it happening. I could see a team taking Bijan Robinson higher than most people think, um, and I think he'd fit with the Bears. They need a running back. So I I would say I, I just think Skaronski makes sense. I don't think Bijan Robinson that high makes sense, but I, I think we can all agree Skaronski here. Yeah. 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 It's I think it's either him or Paris. Trump. I mean, it's whether you want six six O tackle three thirteen or. I mean, but Skaronsky, you can put him anywhere. You can put Skaronsky anywhere, yeah. so that's also a good thing. So now we got Philly at 10. Um, I think I just think Paris Johnson makes sense. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Either him, they either go O line or they go just anywhere on the defensive side. Or yeah. they could trade back. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's going to be a lot of trades in the draft, but yeah. we don't really see like 
Houston trading up two picks. Like yeah. it's kind of tough for us to determine that. Yeah, right I think now. Johnson and Skaronski are going to go back to back, whichever way it ended up going. So I think um, we're going to take Johnson here for Philly. Yeah, and then now we got Arizona at eleven. Um, I think Christian Gonzalez makes the most sense here. I can see that. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, I can yeah. see a defensive, defensive mm-hmm. player. Then we got Houston at twelve. I think I'm going Smith and Jigba. I, I was about to say I think that's yeah, probably think makes the most sense. He's the best I think, he, I think the he's the clear first receiver off the board. But yeah. again, I do think Daniel picking a defensive guy is not the worst thing. Yeah, for Houston either. They, I mean, they they need everything, so I feel like they you can't go wrong. Yeah. I think a playmaker is definitely gonna help, and their O line is actually not that bad. I think. Um, and then we got the Jets at 13, so Casey, I'll let you kind of take over for this yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, like I said earlier, I think if the Jets are the ones picking, it's Roger. it's really either, it's it's got to be an O-lineman. The only thing they would really want on the defensive side of the ball is a, a safety or a linebacker, but there's not too many of those prospects that are high up on the, on the big boards unless they really like a guy. So I think they take one of the three, you know, offensive linemen, if everyone's there. So I think Roger Jones. Yeah, he's the only one there. Fit. So then we got... New England at 14. I think this one's really weird. I don't think Bijan Robinson at 14 no. is unrealistic, but I could feel I like could, Nolan Smith here would kind I of make sense. I see Joey Porter, the corner. I think they either go... I think they develop corners so well, I don't think they would pick a corner in the first round. I think I think they need a playmaker, in my opinion. I they need a lot. I, they need a lot. I can see, I can see like a Zay Flowers or Jordan or Addison Quentin Johnson. Do we? What do we think? Quentin, I don't think Quentin Johnson's all that. What do we think? We got Quentin... I think Addison goes 14. Yeah, I think yeah. it's either Addison or Zay. Zay Flowers route running is... The, he's the best route runner in... Yeah. Um... I, I, I just don't feel like they need route running though. Like I don't feel like that's where they I mean, thrive. I mean, they, they, yeah. <laughs> I think I think let's just go Addison at fourteen. Yeah, I mean Addison, he's got the speed and talent. Uh, Green Bay at fifteen. I, I just feel like it makes I, sense to take like um, Michael. I think Mayer. Michael Mayer's the pick yeah. here. They they I mean they need weapons for. I mean they're they're throwing in Jordan Love. Um, he's really right now got nobody to throw the ball to. So yeah. Uh, then we got 16 is Washington, and I honestly couldn't even tell you who they take. I feel like Joey Porter Here's something that I may surprise you. I could 100% see Washington gambling here and taking Hendon Hooker. I know, you know, I know they've talked about, okay, they, they're happy with their quarterback. That's what all the media is saying, but I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I just, I think if they really do like Hendon Hooker, which is maybe they don't, but if they do, I could see them taking him. Uh, I just, I, I don't think that's... Ridiculous, but I also don't think that's going to happen. I think Ron Rivera, I think I told you all this the other day, he made a good point. Yeah. In that if Sam Howell was in the draft a year earlier, he would have been a top five pick, and then they got him in the fifth round instead. Yeah, they can so, say that all they want, but yeah, he I hasn't mean, proven anything. So. I just think we could do that and completely shake it up, but I, I just think Joey Porter kind of makes sense here. I agree. We're going Joey Porter at 16. 17 is Pittsburgh, and I could even I couldn't even tell. I could see like an O, o tackle, um, Darnell Wright out of Tennessee maybe. I mean they need one bad. They do, Kenny, Kenny Pickett was under pressure like, a lot take, last year. Take, I think you took uh, a D What were they? Seventeen. You took Joey Porter because he was still there. Joey None of the corners. I think yeah. I think tackle kind of makes sense too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darnell Wright for Pittsburgh. Yeah. And then we got. Detroit at eighteen. They who do we have? We already had them pick Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter. So I think they could use. Uh, I really think they go receiver here. I don't. I don't think. I really I feel like Nolan Smith would make sense. Yeah. Kinda. Maybe they already have a lot of edge guys though. That's the thing. Yeah, that is true. I think 
They could also... Well, who, who's their receiver room? It's a Monari St. I mean, Brown. It's St. Brown. It's... They have, uh, what's his, the Bama boy? I want to yeah. his name. Oh, J-Mo. Yeah, J-Mo. And I, I mean... I mean, J-Mo's going to be healthy this year. Yeah, that's and true. They'll have him. And then they have, like, G- DJ Chark. Is he still on the Lions? DJ no, Char- he's on the Panthers now. Well, they still have, um... Uh, what's his name? Still have two other receivers who yeah, aren't the, the worst. It, it, it makes sense, but I just feel like three receivers, I don't feel like that's what they need. I yeah. I do feel like, obviously, you could pair someone with Hutch. Or they could go Deontay Banks at corner. Or Brian Branch. I think they go I think Brian, Brian Branch. Branch would yeah, be... I think they need a secondary so, player. Brian, everybody find Brian Branch at 18. Or, again, oh, Casey did say Collage can't see, but they already went Jalen Carter. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, Tampa Bay at 19. And... I don't think Hendon Hooker. Yeah, I was going to say, Hendon Hooker's not. I, I feel like I this mean, is now, where we should put Hooker. I, I will say, if any of the four top guys ending with Darnell Wright of a tackle are available, I think they take him without a question. I mean, they need tackle. Help. I, I, just, oh, line help. I general. do think they could take uh, Oquias Terrance, or I do think if Levis, if a lot of teams are scared of Levis and he falls here, I don't no. think that would be the worst pick. <laughs> I know. I, I think Rush, Levis, is, Rush would I think stop Levis is good. Join dude. the Jets bandwagon right I now. I think Levis is not that bad. I really don't think Levis is that Let bad. Let me just say, if the Bucks draft Will Levis, I would join the Jets bandwagon. Yes, sir. Bro, join the Falcons. No, no the Jets. Uh, okay. Seattle at 20. They already... Who did we already take? Oh, wait. Who did we take for... Oh, we took Will Anderson. Um, I think Kalijah Kansi wouldn't be the worst thing here. Who's a Seattle? Who did we already take? D... D- we took we took, uh, took Jalen Carter. I really think. No, we took Will Anderson. I really think one of their two picks they have to take an alignment. Seattle, personally, I think. I don't, a, I, I, I don't think. I don't think receivers unrealistic though. I don't, but I don't think their receivers are already so good. Like a Zay Flowers, I could see that. Or. Um, but what I feel like they struggled defensively. John Michael Schmitz out of Minnesota, maybe. Or they could go corner. They could go Deontay like, Banks. Well, go, no, their corners like, are pretty good. They could go Cam Smith to pair Tariq Woolen. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Who else do we still have? Uh, they could go tight end. I feel like. I don't think they would pick tight end. We could just go best available, really. We could just go Luke Van Ness. I mean, yeah. They need edge. Yeah. Well, they just took an edge. I, I think Deontay. Mm. Deontay Banks. Yeah. I, I think, think you can never have too many corners. I, I agree. So let's just go with that. Banks at 20, and then Chargers at 21, and I, I couldn't even. Did we already take Zay Flowers? No. I could say Chargers take Zay Flowers. Because I think they get rid of Keenan Allen or Mike Williams. Even if they don't, they have those two big bodies. They they need a slot. They need a slot. Zay Williams. I think that would just give Zay Flowers a solid slot. A ton of options right there. And then let's see, Baltimore at 22. And I can see like I feel like if Hendon Hooker does fall here, there uh, wouldn't be the possibility of them not taking it. It's hard to know what their situation is. It really is. Like with quarterback, if they didn't go quarterback, I could see. I, I don't have we even taken like a Brian Breezy yet. I was gonna say no. We got Luke Van Ness, Nolan Smith, and Miles Murphy. So I don't think with them losing Clayus Campbell, I think Van Ness I think or Miles. Of, I think Miles Murphy would make sense. Yeah, I think it's Miles Murphy. Let's go Murphy for twenty two for Baltimore. And then twenty three is Minnesota. Minnesota needs a receiver. I think Quinnen Johnson makes sense. Yeah. Well, whoever's available. Let's go Quinnen Johnson. I think they'd prefer to have more of a slot guy for Minnesota. I mean, they, I mean. Quentin Johnson. They need they need everything. Yeah, uh, let's see. We got Jacksonville at twenty four. Uh, is Cam Smith still available? Yeah, I, so. I can see them going secondary. Yeah, you just want to go Cam Smith. Yeah. yeah, I like Cam Smith a lot. And now we got the Giants at twenty five. I Giants bingo. It's hard to say. 
I think their D line. See Giants good. going receiver. Nolan no, Smith. All their, pretty much all. Their, I mean, they could go Hyatt. They could, go, they could go Hyatt. They could go um, Josh Downs out of North Carolina. Kind of me. It's better than who they got right now. So I think. I think because I think they just signed. You know, they just signed. I, I feel like realistically they would trade back and probably pick Hyatt later. I, I think. think I think. That, I think the Chiefs could come up and snag this pick. I don't think Chiefs would do that. Okay. <laughs> We can just go Hyatt. Let's just go Hyatt. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, then we got Dallas at twenty six, and I don't think B. I B. think John this Robinson. is where Bijan Robinson. I hundred percent. I really I think. agree. So I agree. Thank you, Daniel. Daniel, you don't agree because you passed him earlier. Yeah. You no, know, I I didn't want him. Is yeah. this Cowboys? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's interesting. I think if he, I think the only place he would go in the first round is Dallas or Buffalo or Philly at thirty. But I don't think he really would. And then we got Buffalo. If if Nolan Smith is there, I think. I can yeah, see if Nolan isn't there. I can there, see Buffalo going with like a Osiris Torrance, maybe. I yeah, think that's what I did. B, uh, Aziz Ojolari's little brother, uh, BJ Ojolari, he's an edge from OCU. I think he's also a good fit. Well, we got Van Ness and Nolan Smith still available. I mean, you saying those aren't see, available, I but I see think Bills going like really because you know they they they're they always good. go weird. They're already a really solid team. You know, Dawson Knox is a smaller tight end. Maybe they go for a blocking tight end like a Darnell. I don't know. Just kind of pair with Dawson Knox. I don't know. I could see that happening. I think they paid Knox a little bit too much, though, to not play him. Well, they're going to play him. I'm just saying, in like a, maybe a two tight end set. I think Dalton Smith kind of makes sense. Who's their really edge guys, though? That's what I'm saying. And they just, uh, uh, the other, what's the They still have Va- Von Miller's coming back, right? Or is he? Yeah, oh, uh, that's true. He's, he's coming back. 48 years old. Yeah, but he's still good. I, I think they go Nolan Smith there. If, I could see them, yeah, because Nolan Smith's kind of a, a, a unicorn. Play a female. We'll go Nolan Smith. <coughs> and then I think Cincinnati at twenty eight. The more and more I look at it, the more and more tight end. Tight end makes sense, like Kincaid or Darnell. I think Darnell would be cool in this. Yeah, offense. I think Cincinnati's either tight end or secondary. It's I think Darnell. I think Darnell goes there. Wait, oh, I was supposed to say we could go Branch, but we already got picked. Uh, New Orleans at twenty nine. I think Luke Van Ness makes all the sense. Yeah, it's an edge. It's either him or Breezy. It's one of the two. And then we got Philly at 30. The whole first page is taken up. So, um, I can see them going like breezy, maybe. I don't know. Who do we have them taking in earlier? Uh, Darnell Wright, tackle from Tennessee. Mm. I don't think they would go interior. Yeah, they, I mean, they Philly, wouldn't go interior. Philly... I feel like Philly could kind of go wherever they want. Yeah. I feel like he could trade down. He could just trade for a player too. You never know. But I think Howie just would trade down. Yeah. But I don't think anybody would really trade up for anybody. What's the linebacker's name from Arkansas? Drew Sanders. Uh, do you want to go him? I mean, I don't know. Is he the best? Let's go. They can go the wherever they want. I think they just let's just go Drew Sanders there for thirty. I mean, they don't really have the Chiefs. I think Chiefs go offensive line. They, I mean, you never have enough offensive line. Oh, uh, their offensive line isn't bad, though. It's not bad, but I think they're kind of they're a little thin. Um, I mean, they I mean could, there's not that many defensive guys. They could, they could take the, the huge dude from Ohio State, uh, Jones. DeWan Jones? Yeah. And just try to, yeah, just try to coach him up a little bit. I mean, he's like 6'8". Yeah, he's huge. Why not? 31. All right, that concludes our two mock drafts. For this episode, probably our first one of the draft. We'll do another one later. Thank you for listening. Gentlemen, is there anything you would like to say? Not really.
All right. All the information, if you missed it, will be on the Instagram. Gentlemen, thank you for coming out, and we will see you next time.